You are listening to the To and Out CFL Podcast, a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. Playing a game in it, I, I think it's cool. Like that week of summer we get in July, everybody <laughs> blows that way out of proportion. It's not that great. Yeah. Grab some poutine and a double-double. It's time for the To and Out CFL Podcast. Now they have to kick it out, and they do! Every week, Travis Curra. Does anybody still care about this podcast? And Brazilian Tide. Hunters are people, too. Talk fantasy football, bring you the latest in CFL news, and sprinkle in a little bit of nonsense. Are you kidding? This is unbelievable! Ready, set, and we are a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Travis Curra. Brazilian Ty is here. And normally we start the show. It, it, it ends up coming down to talking about, you know, the 50 bucks you spent on Burger King or whatever. But this is uh, a two minutes that I think we should be celebrating Ty working on his summer bod. I mean, by mid-July, you should be in the Speedo. Just in time to go back to camp and put it all back on. <laughs> I, I think the only worry is uh, the, the sun because you are a pale, pale man. Like I thought I was pretty pale. There are parts of my body that have actually never seen the sun in my entire life. But you have had some de- debilitating sun- sunburns in your life. <laughs> can, can confirm. <laughs> so maybe maybe the Speedo and baby oil is not a good idea this summer. But, uh, man, you golfed, if my math is correct, 70, no, 45 holes of golf. 27 of them were in one day. This is all this weekend. No cart, 26,000 steps. I mean, Ty's putting in the work. You know, on Wednesday, when I quit golf forever. And that's what I wanted to bring up, too, because your (laughs) retirement from golf lasted about 72 hours. Yeah, what the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away when it comes to golf. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you, you went as far. If somebody went to your place, would you have... No clubs right now? 100%. So you... <laughs> would you have bought new clubs or the retirement would actually continue? No, I wouldn't have been able to buy clubs unless I went back to work. <laughs> so, you came out of retirement. How did it go? Like, how were your how, how was your game? I mean, who's really keeping score? Like... <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, we had fun. Um, I did have to drink coffee in Bailey's because it was cold, and I hate coffee. Um, wow. I, you're a new man. Coffee's so gross. But, I mean, it was a double, so. <laughs> okay. It, it really I mean, just It was tasted mostly like, Bailey's warmed was, up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, today was a grind. <laughs> Sunday was a grind. Um, it's going to be 54 holes in less than 48 hours. After I shoot, after I golf nine holes tomorrow morning, you're ready for the tour. Uh, if I was on tour, they would kick me off already. There's, <laughs> there's, there's no way that the scores I posted the last two days were going to keep my tour card. Well, how many clubs are at the bottom of the pond? Two different ponds, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
This episode of To It Out is brought to you by Career Essentials, a new podcast from techlifetoday.ca and Nate. Career Essentials offers real-world advice and insight into different careers and career paths. Discover perspectives, tools, and tips essential to your career growth and success. Co-host Brian Allery shares more about what to expect from the show. I fought fires in Australia in 2009 and I just happened to be there when there's an eight-year drought going on and there's record-breaking temperatures and a few thousand fires started in one day. In the town that I was in, 34 people died. So that was a pretty scary time. I love Anthony Bourdain. I read Kitchen Confidential, it got me into cooking. I thought, this is rock and roll, this is cool. Anthony Bourdain was a failed chef and the things he did in romantic led him to ruin. People get lost in that message. If I, a young business owner who owns a cafe in a small town, can make time for mental health in my business and to help educate our guests and our peers, then what's stopping larger groups of restaurants and better chefs than me from doing it in theirs? Introducing Career Essentials, a new podcast from Tech Life Today and Nate. Career Essentials offers real-world advice and insight into different careers and career paths. We feature the stories and experiences of Nate alumni with lessons for everyone. Whether you're just starting out or further along your career journey, each episode will give you perspectives, tools, and tips that are essential to growth and success. And who knows, we might even inspire you to pursue a completely new career path for professional and personal satisfaction. Career Essentials is created and hosted by the team at techlifetoday.ca, Nate's online magazine. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find Career Essentials on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find it at techlifetoday.ca forward slash podcast. In the huddle with Karan Tai on the Two and Out podcast. All right, Ty, there's really only one news item to go through, and it's... And it's the I fact that something... Dodgers blew a 7-1 lead tonight, I think, right? Or no? Did they? Well, not quite yet, but they are down in the top of the 11th now because Dave <laughs> Roberts is a terrible manager, but I digress. <laughs> and it's all about the CFL's return to play plan. It's something that we've been waiting for. I think last episode we said uh, expect an announcement any day that they're going mm-hmm. to delay the start of the season, and it happened. So without comment, this is what the league delivered to us. And and the letter to the fans starts with, we will play CFL football in 2021. The revised target date to start the season is now August 5th, and they want to do a 14-game season right now. For that to happen, the Grey Cup would be December 12th in Hamilton. The latest Grey Cup ever played I think it was the 25th Grey Cup on December 11th. So if this game were to happen, it would then be the record. Uh, Things, a lot of things still need to happen for August 5th to happen. Uh, The approval of public health officials across the country for their plans to protect the health of the players, coaches, and fans. And permission from governments to host a significant number of fans in the stands. As far as significant goes, it sort of seems like the minimum target to start the season is 25%. Mm -hmm. 
it doesn't look like right now they're willing to play a month or three weeks or whatever with zero fans in the stands. So those are the hurdles right now, Ty. And Health Canada has basically said for restrictions to be lifted this summer, and I know it's (laughs) a point of content across this country and maybe across the world, but 75% vaccination needs to be reached and 20% with the second dose. So if three quarters of adults, Canadians, have the first shot, we could see things start to be eased a little bit. Um, I don't think that means 100% capacity and who knows when that actually happens. But that's where we are right now, Ty. It, 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 I'd like to say it sounds like deja vu compared to last spring, but at least there's some, it seems more concrete to me. Yeah, last year it was. It, it just felt like it. They set a date that was unrealistic, and then just kept pushing it back, and they were just setting yeah. themselves up for failure, right? Yeah. So, I I don't even know if this season will ever get. I I believe they'll play. I don't know if it'll ever get to hundred percent fans though. Not this year. I don't see it. And I don't know. So what does the Grey Cup look like in December? Is there a I festival? Mean, for, well, that's what I mean. For for Hamilton to finally get their game, <laughs> I don't Man. know. Would they, would they want to host a half-assed Grey Cup? I don't know. No, that just seems like something Winnipeg would want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Props to Winnipeg. They've they've said they're not going to raise the Grey Cup banner until they can have full fans. We might be looking at 2022 when they can finally get you know the Grey Cup banner at IG Field. And who who knows? Maybe they're raising two of them. Oh, could you imagine the double banner raising? Has that ever happened? No. I, th- I think I would love it if I'm just spitballing. Somehow things go well, and then the banjo bull, they, they're they able to raise the banner. I, I think that would be an incredible moment. I, I don't know if it does happen, but with the numbers being out, it, it does seem they're committed. This does bring mm-hmm. me... And I hate to bring the XFL thing up, but if the Grey Cup happens in December, I mean, and I've seen conspiracy theories saying, well, the Grey or the CFL loses money playing this year, so they lose 2022 and do the merger in 23. I think a full on merger is looking more and more just like a crackpot theory at this point. Yeah, that's some QAnon. You know, of course, if this season doesn't happen, <laughs> then all bets are off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and I will say this: if this turns into a four-down league, I'm out. You, you're gonna you're gonna have to find a new co-host. Well, or we just turn it into like a CanCon album review. We can do a couple podcast. things because the the name becomes 
irrelevant. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if we that's could. Fair. Uh, that's fair. If we could bring like two things to the table and then like like three burgers, you know, the Big Mac, the 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 beef and cheddar, the Whopper. You take two and you throw one out. You throw out the beef and cheddar. Man, that's really hard. And I know dude, it's not dude, technically a burger. Dude. But. Big Macs are $2 on Oilers game days. Like you're going to throw that out. So we need the Oilers to go deep into the playoffs. <laughs> you and me both. I, I hope they can. <laughs> I, see, I need it just for the burgers. Ty needs it for the burgers and for his sanity. I, I w- <laughs> I want to, I want to die happy, and it's not possible if the Jays and Oilers don't win championships that I can see with my own two eyes. And yeah, remember, be present for yeah, yeah. Like if 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 the Although Jays I'm... and Oilers win World Series and and a Stanley Cup like this season, like look out because <laughs> summer of 2022 is the summer of tie, and I'm probably not making it through. <laughs> Man, I might say goodbye to the Whopper. Well, that's just foolish. Man, I ju- that beef and cheddar, oh. and especially when you can get the large size, it's so ob- yeah, it's it's obnoxious. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like I have to choose like oh because all three are on skip the dishes. So I mean, it's really just whichever two got here first. Oh, doing a deep dive into this would be really... F- so, maybe we do still have uh, a I don't, future podcast. I, I really don't think anyone wants to hear my reviews on a plain Big Mac. <laughs> okay, so you order a Big Mac, what do you get? Like, do you get no lettuce, no onions, no sauce? Yeah. So, I <laughs> I don't order Big Macs. <laughs> there is something with that middle bun, though. It's different. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they put on it. MSG or something, but <laughs> so, it's good. So Tom Pody couldn't eat it. <laughs> now that's, that's an order deep that, reference. That's a deep Oilers <laughs> reference. If anyone gets that, they win a two dollar Big Mac. Yeah. I'll e transfer you the money personally. I'll, I'll order it to your house on Skip the Dishes. <laughs> How are you feeling about this revised uh, start date, Ty? Um, I, it, it was it was so obvious it had to be pushed back. Uh, this plan yeah. seems a little more like they put some work into it. Uh, we saw last year the whole you know going to the government looking for money and and everything just seemed kind of haphazardly put together and half ass. Uh, you know, this year with vaccine rollouts, uh, you know. They're going to get a little better. We've seen the models for the next couple months here of what is supposed to be showing up. Uh, you know, that and the, the fact they don't want to play any any games at 0%. They want to try to recoup some cost. It, it just seems like it, it, it can work because they've put the time into a plan before they presented it and didn't just, they're not just flying off the seat of their pants. It gives me optimism at the same time. I'm going to be pessimistic because you don't get disappointed that way. And if it does, if something, if, if the season doesn't go, I'm not going to be shocked. Yeah. I, and you know what? It kind of seems like the players are feeling that way, Ty. Mm -hmm. There are guys that 
have found themselves some employment, keeping some steady money yep. coming in. And I mean, do they hit the gym and just really get into some football shape and be ready for yeah. training camp in mid-July? Or what do they do? So I, I can understand the players being hesitant here too. Well, I mean, you get ready to come for camp and, you know, a week and, and you've dedicated your summer to getting in shape and getting ready to come back. And a week before camp opens, everything changes. Right, that, yeah. that's a, that's a distinct possibility. So guys have to set themselves up where you know if if, if it's the fan again, pardon the, pardon my language, that there is something that they can still bring money in because they're not making any for the most part right now. I guess what I worry about here is, is the pattern we saw last summer, where the the entire summer, as far as the virus went. It seemed like things were pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we're, we're kind of slowing things down. Hospitals are doing all right. And then fall comes, and it, w- it was sort of a slow burn. Yeah. September was fine. October, you know, Thanksgiving and Halloween roll around. And then. I think people just, were just. I think. I don't want to say tired of it, but they were yeah, exhausted they were. And, and wanted to see friends and family and and i think it just kind of all went out yeah. the window it was a false sense of security because numbers were going down and i and i know by the fall like i i truly believe the way shipments are going anybody that wants a vaccine yeah will have one yeah is that going to be enough to keep things down in the fall and it could keep they... hospitalizations down which is yeah. the, which is the biggest issue, right? That's the key, right? Now, if could they start the season and then, like you said, <gasps> hits the fan, and then what? Yeah. So I think they like, want to be like, sure. If if we're middle of October, and all of a sudden we're getting fifteen thousand cases a day, God forbid, like that's double what we've well, seen. Right, uh, but if, right. if something like that were to happen, there's no way they can keep going. Yeah, and and that's almost worse than not playing at all. Yeah, because now like you're pay, you've paid these guys, you're only at twenty five percent capacity, so really you're losing seventy five percent. I I know that math doesn't yeah. quite work out because you have concessions and and you know merchandise and all that stuff, but you know what I mean. Like you're not. Yeah. It, it's it'd be tough, and they, there's no way that Health Canada, and even the you know the provincial level, forget the federal, the provincial governments would be like, there's no, you're not coming in here. Yeah, if 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 cases are skyrocketing like that, and and, and maybe cases go up, but maybe hospitalizations go down, and and I mean, what do you do then? That's a whole another uh, yeah. discussion. I I don't know. I'm not an epidemiologist, but. I don't know. If they're going to go, they got to be. They have to play fourteen. They can't play a half season and, and call it quits because that's. Just, I think that does more damage than good. See, I'm, I'm happy that the Grey Cup has been moved to Grey Cup or to December to make a fourteen game season happen. If all goes according to plan, because mm-hmm. I think a fourteen game season still has integrity. You know, oh, last 100%. year it's going to be six games in the bubble and that's kind of like really 
Yeah. But 14, that, that that's a nice that's a nice little number and they have already said they're prepared to front if if games can be played in the west and they they can't do it in the east, they're they're prepared to play mm-hmm. more games in the west earlier on and they have said that they're going to be flexible with this whole thing. So I'm guessing they're going to have to release an entirely new schedule. I don't know if they can just shave the first four games with the preseason off of the current one and then take up from there. I, I think they're going to have to release a whole new schedule for this year, yeah. right? I, I think they've kind of got that in their back pocket, though. I don't think that's going to be something they're going to be throwing together, you know, two weeks before camp. Yeah. I think I think it's kind of already in the works, uh, you know, as a – there's got to be a contingency plan because for stuff – for scheduling – like I just don't see how yeah. you come in with no backup. Like like the NHL having that week between the last game of the year and the first game of playoffs, right? You know, and it's a good thing they did because now they're going to have to start. They got to use it. Uh, but I, I mean, you got to have a backup plan schedule wise, you know, for this year and probably for next to some extent, depending on how everything goes. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But there's no way, like, there's no way that they can come into this with only one option for scheduling. Also, another thing to note is that if there are games, 25% capacity or whatever it is, it's not just going to be you going to the stadium and there's less people. It's going to look different. I I got mm-hmm. I just want to mention that as a Rough Rider season ticket holder, uh, we got an email from the team saying that CFL football is going to look pretty different. Different than what we're used to. You can expect mandatory masks, timed entry to the stadium, social distancing with assigned gates to be among some of the changes enacted Mm -hmm. to keep you safe. That's directly from uh, an email the writers sent to season ticket holders. So they have to come up with all those health guidelines uh, to make these games go as well. It's going to be a different experience, but... You got to do what you got to do. I'm willing to make those things happen to be able to be at Mosaic Stadium or wherever in the country to enjoy football and, again. And let's be honest, on your ticket it tells you what gate to use because that's the closest gate to your seat. It does. Yep. So even without this, it helps people get in faster instead of everybody loading up at two gates. Yeah, because it helps the the flow in the concourses and everything. Yes, yes, but some people just don't care. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> it's like uh, no, Ty. No, I guess. I what do you think people. about the December twelfth Grey Cup? I'll 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 be in camp, so I'll be warm. <laughs> it's basically okay. a guarantee. I can't make that. <laughs> Here's my. I just. It sucks that you can't come. But I love the prospect of what this game could be. What what a kickoff yeah. to your Christmas holidays. Exactly. My birthday is five days after the Grey Cup. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's going to be a great birthday party. You're, you're all invited if we can all travel and we can all go. Uh, <laughs> uh, the prospect of what the game could be oh the wind the wind shouldn't whip off the lake too bad (laughs) okay that changed my life when so i went to the 
at, at the 2017 Grey Cup in Ottawa, the, the snow's coming down. I, I actually just thought that was Canadiana. Like, that was that was great. That, 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 to me, is one of the coolest parts about the CFL. I, I'm cool with weather being a factor in in the game. It... To me, I, I just love it. I, I think it's it's so cool to be in that setting. I mean, we deal with our daily lives <laughs> yeah, uh, for six months out of the year. So playing a game in it, I, I think it's cool. Like that week of summer we get in July, everybody <laughs> blows that way out of proportion. It's not that great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, mosquitoes? Nah. No. Ticks? No thanks. <laughs> plus 30 and i'm sweating sitting down no <laughs> so the, the day after the game my wife and i went to montreal and it was like minus 10 or something with a just a chilly wind and i had to look at my phone i'm like what is good i feel like it's minus 45 on the, this is terrible so it could be like that in Hamilton, but I'll put up with it just so I can be at a great cup again. Yeah. No, that, that's completely fair. Yeah. If we could have another downtown Eddie Brown moment in the oh. hammer, oh. then everything has become worth it. D- depending on what team it is. Okay, who it is. <laughs> but I'm, tell- I'm telling you right now, Toronto comes in as a crossover. And beats Hamilton in Hamilton for a Grey Cup. My God, they'd, ha- they'd have to build a new stadium. The thing would burn. It would burn to the ground. Back to Ivor when we go. <laughs> yeah, bring back the dugouts. Oh, they'd yeah, to, exactly. They'd have to play it. They'd have to play it back again. <laughs> did you? Uh... Did you see that Jalen Acklin uh, turned down the opportunity to be on that reality dating show to uh, hopefully have football training camp? That's a that's a tough look. I don't know. I so Ty, I just picture Ty being on The Bachelor and no one getting the rose. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. Be like, no, you talked to me when it wasn't a commercial in the hockey game. <laughs> You didn't think they should have bunted against the shift. <laughs> and and do you think that Brett Hull's skate wasn't in the crease? Yet yeah, everybody can just go home. <laughs> it wouldn't be roses. It wouldn't be roses though. What would it be? It'd be chicken nuggets. Oh. We got to make this happen. Oh, pandemic or no pandemic. No, we don't. <laughs> Ty's mom picking out the uh, contestants. Yeah, I'm not even getting into it. (laughs) This episode of Do It Out brought to you by ATB. And if you're looking for a way to give back, ATB Cares makes it easy for all Albertans to support the causes they care about. Donate to your favorite charity through ATB Cares, and ATB will match 20% of every dollar donated to eligible Albertan charities. To learn more and donate, visit atbcares.com. Next Tuesday is uh, the national draft for the CFL, so we'll bring you an episode or two talking about the new Canadians looking to make the Canadian Football League. Take care of yourself 
and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.